the globalist, the shadow government, the secret societies have had an outline, a plan now to um, for the destiny of mankind that goes back thousands and thousands of years. Um, it's a slow motion plan and they take all the time in the world to carry it out. Uh, that way it allows for any minor inconveniences and hiccups that may come along the way, such as maybe uh, 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 Trump, uh, who was against the world order uh, on the surface. And we'll get to that in a minute, uh, because under 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 underhandedly, he delivered to the globalist what they wanted. But on the surface, he uh, was a populist. Right. And that, that's how they have to act. That They really do want the consent of the people. And Trump had the consent of Americana uh, for the most part. And then the, the media went and bashed him. And when I say media, you got to remember uh, the, the, the media, as you know, it is military. Well, OK, you don't know it. the media and the news uh, are just another branch of the military. If you look at um, almost every anchor, they come from some form of either CIA, FBI, uh, former congressman, former senator. Um, and if not, then they interned uh, with the CIA. So the whole thing is a government operation. You just don't know about it because it's all meant for national security. And everything you hear on the news is all a pre-planned game to uh, further the agenda um, because there's secrets uh, above secrets and beyond secrets that they're still trying to cover up. So this is where we're at in, in the world of politics today. And the truth may never come out because it doesn't behoove them to do that um, because then they'll lose the consent of the people. Now, after World War II, I keep talking about how the winners set up these institutions um, of control points to control the world. Um, they set up MI6, they set up KGB, they set up CIA, they set up the Mossad. Israel itself was set up uh, during World War II. And that was, that was the main reason they wanted to uh, expel the Jews from, from Germany. As a matter of fact, that was the mandate uh, that if they wanted to leave, the only place that they could legally leave to would be Israel. Any other form would be, you know, that's why they had to escape because that was their choice. Um, and this was not by Hitler's design. This was by uh, the Jews in New York City and the Ashkenazi Jews. So there's a lot of history there that's still being kept from you. I wouldn't say it's being kept on purpose. You can go find all this history. It's out there. It's just what's not being taught. In other words, the fluff pieces, the, 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 the pieces they want you to know are being taught in the schools and stuff. And all this other stuff, um, they just sweep under the carpet. It's always going to be there because, you know, it, it is a part of our history and their history and everyone's history. So getting back to the World War II. They set up United Nations. Now, why is that important? Because at the end of the day, when you look at American politics today, they go, well, that's unconstitutional. We have our amendments. We have a First Amendment right. We have a Second Amendment right. We have a right to assembly. We have a right to freedom of speech. We have a right to bear arms, blah, 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 blah. And I get it. I was a, I was a firm constitutionalist. I never considered myself a Democrat or a Republican. I've always been independent. But for the most part, I always considered myself a constitutionalist because I believed our constitution guaranteed blind justice for everyone and equal rights for everyone. And there's nothing wrong with the way the constitution is written and, and, and it promises on that. And it should deliver on that. The problem we have in government today is the people that are supposed to be implementing the policies of those uh, tools 
um, are doing it wrong, right? They're they're cherry picking what they want to prosecute. They're bending uh, the, the the letter of the law to suit their own needs, ignoring it when they want, and over enforcing it when it really shouldn't apply. And we're seeing this uh, mainly from from the left to the right, uh, the left running over the right. And I'm using those terms lightly, right? Because when people say, "Oh, I'm a conservative," or or the hard right conservative side, right? They're lumped in as, "Oh, that's a hard right conservative." When you look at the people on the hard right that they're calling conservatives, I'm telling you right now, they're not conservatives. Most of them are full of tattoos. Um, they sleep around. You know, these are not conservative values. Um, when we go back to what a real conservative is, going back into the history of, of how conservatism really is, the real conservative values are anything but those values. Just like liberalism has been hijacked, uh, Democrats have been hijacked multiple times, and Republicans obviously are, are hijacked um, as well. And all of this is an ongoing scenario. They use these names for cover. Because then you're blaming the institution as opposed to the people that do it. Take, for instance, John F. Kennedy. When he was a president, when he was president and when he ran for the presidency, the values he stood for and what he ran on was entirely not what the Democratic Party today stands for. As a matter of fact, if he was running today, he would almost have to run as a Republican, uh, if not an independent. And that's just the facts. And if you look at Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump, both of them were Democrats uh, starting out and were very successful Democrats until they realized that that party didn't really stand for American values of what we consider American values. And when I use that term loosely, because when you say the word now, it's been demonized um, as some sort of hate group. And now they want to ostracize it as being a terrorist organization. Well, that's because. This is the higher agenda, the higher purpose. The United Nations also has a constitution. And that's what most people don't know. When we signed up to the United Nations, our constitution, while still being, yes, there and for us, only goes up to a certain level. But it will always be superseded by, guess what, the United Nations uh, constitution. And unfortunately, most people just think it ends there. But it that constitution the united nations one is also superseded by the civilization that that are in antarctica and their constitution and their ruling over us and i know that's a lot to absorb all right now in one little one little tidbit but you need to start following along on this podcast and do your own research and look into it and you'll see what i mean and why antarctica has been hidden for all these years why there's a treaty um and why agenda 20 um, one and Agenda 2030 are all gearing towards uh, the end of this huge treaty that we have with the Antarcticans uh, that goes back actually over a couple thousand years and it's now coming to an end and we will be migrated and, and uh, meshed back with those civilizations. Hence uh, the intense uh, rollout of this pandemic and everyone getting vaccinated, right? If you think about it, when do you normally get vaccines? Well, growing up when you go to school, because why? Because you typically go from your home and then you're influxed into a school where a bunch of people come from a bunch of different places and they don't want disease spreading. So they vaccinate you. When's another time you get vaccinated? When you go to a foreign country. And again, for the same reasons. So it seems to me that when there's a merging of populations is when they want to vaccine. So if you're wondering why the heavy, heavy push on these vaccines, even though the uh, so-called 
COVID is not all that virile and not all that deadly overall, um, less even than, than the actual uh, influenza that we've had statistically over the course of the last 10 years, then one has to ask why the big push and the big mandate. Well, that's because they know what is about to happen with the Antarcticans, whereas you don't. That's also why uh, they're disregarding American constitutional law and adhering to the United Nations Constitution um, and going for the big push of taking away everyone's guns in America. And that's a big, big issue in the United States right now is the Second Amendment and the First Amendment because it seems to be the only country that have those guaranteed in writing. And for this treaty to go through with the Antarcticans, uh, everyone has to be in agreement about the about no weapons. And we'll get to that in a minute. Um, I've got to go pay this second bill. And uh, I hope you guys are prepared for what you're about to find out, because this is some big news. And it, it, no one else is talking about this. You, you might find some conspiracy theorists here and there who, who delve onto some wacky stuff. And, and some of it's not as wacky as you might think. And that's where the devil is in the details. But I'm going to lay it out on, on, a, on a historical basis and what got us from there to here and, and why everything seems so wacky now. And why it seems like the powers that be are not listening to the constituents and why uh, the monopolies of big tech are taking over, because that's part of the world government uh, encroachment. Uh, and it shows and proves that the country governments have no power over that. And they're proving it every day. I mean, come on, they censored the president of the United States. It doesn't get any bigger than that, folks. So, like I said, we'll pay the second bill and we will be right back. This is a very, very, very important factor for me to bring up because prior to World War II, China was a democracy, right? They were not communist. I know most people today just assume that for the whole history of time, that's how China was and always has been, but they were not. And they fought alongside us and us with them to preserve um, that democracy is what I thought from the fascist dictators that were threatening to overtake the world only for us to help them win World War II and them to turn on their people and hijack the government and turn it communist. Uh, Mao Zedong, right? Now, who was ruling China at the time? I can't remember his name, but you do know what happened to him, right? What happened? He went and left China and formed Taiwan. And Taiwan became this great free nation. And for the longest time, everything was made in Taiwan. And if you look at current politics, what is happening now? China's threatening to take Taiwan back and moving boats in. And our current, uh, if you want to call him that, president, uh, Mr. Biden, uh, that's why they wanted him in the presidency, because they knew the other guy, Mr. Trump, was never going to allow that because he knows what's really going on in Antarctica. Uh, Joe probably doesn't. He just you know, is lining his pockets and doesn't know where the lining's coming from. But anyway, that, that's another topic for another podcast. And I'm sure there's enough podcast and people commenting right now about all of that day to day point counterpoint bickering, which is the bread and circuses they want you to be occupied with while they are over uh, in this land, uh, raping and pillaging it. Uh, for the, their their own coffers and, and taking the rewards and fooling the rest of mankind in the meantime by making you think it's just a wasted Iceland and nothing worth over there. 
Um, and that's all about the change. So why is that about to change? What's going on? If you're familiar with Agenda 21 or Agenda 2030, that's a 10-year period. That 10-year period is to break us back down and get us back into uh, the end of the treaty. The end of the treaty comes in 2030, and we will be reintegrated with the peoples from Antarctica. And when that happens, um, well, prior to that happening, we've got this 10 years. So this pandemic is going nowhere. And that's why they're going to increase the vaccines, bring more vaccines, because anytime multiple uh, civilizations merge, uh, if you don't vaccinate them and take care of that, you're going to get what happened to the natives uh, in America when the Europeans came over. And I know they want to paint the picture that all natives here were just, you know, indigenous dark skinned people. But the fact is there was uh, white skinned, red haired, blue eyed people as well. Uh, other white skinned people with green eyes. Uh, there was yellow skinned people already here as well. A lot of Asians were already here. Um, so but again, they hijack our history, they hijack our geography, they weaponize it, and they only teach you what they want you to know in your free-range farm. And I don't know where you grew up, if you grew up in the free-range of France or if you grew up in the free-range of Sweden or the free-range of America. All that's about to change. They're going to open up the world to everybody, but under the new rules laws and restrictions, that is the Great Reset. Go ahead and check out my episode on that on what is a reset, what's the reset all about, and you'll find out that this isn't the first reset. There have been many, many, many along the way, and it, it, I'm not going to go into again here as to why and how that's happening. Just keep listening to Ideologically Illogical, and you will start connecting the dots. So this, without this further ado thing, and again, I don't know when a, what a ado is, but uh, let's go ahead and look at this. So, um... It starts right here, treaty text, the Antarctica Treaty, signed at Washington on December 1st, 1959, um, and the, signed by the governments of Argentina, Australia, Belgium, Chile, French Republic, Japan, New Zealand, Norway, the Union of South Africa, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, the United Kingdom of Great Britain, and Northern Ireland, and the United States of America. Recognizing that it is in the interest of all mankind that Antarctica shall continue forever to be used exclusively for peaceful purposes and shall not become the scene or object of international discord. It all sounds legit on the surface, and all of those were great countries, except I noticed that China was not in there. Did you notice that too? Now, why do you think that is? Could that have anything to do with why all of the elite and all of the corporations and all of the other governments are getting everything made in China? And maybe some of the stuff that we think is actually made in China is even being made somewhere else by even cheaper slave labor. Maybe somewhere in Antarctica that no one else knows about. Why did China not, was not beholden to, for that a treaty? Not, not only that, why did they not want to sign that treaty and why did they want to go communist? After all, it was us and Russia that saved them and you would think everybody would want their freedom and, and their love for that. So... 
sounds to me, it sounds to me like the Illuminati knew how they were going to use China post World War II. And again, if you go back to the Albert Pike stuff and look at that, you can kind of see how that's where they were going. Again, they used geography and uh, to set up and weaponize to suit their needs, and they needed a communist state that that they could just say, "I need this done," and it just gets done. Uh, China. Agreed to 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 go that route with their elite leaders, and they had no problem converting everyone over, right? With a nice show of force at Tiananmen Square, that we're all famously reminded of, with the tank and the guy standing in front of it. But that's really all that was ever popularized about them switching over to communism, and no one stood up for them.、Uh, here recently, with everything being Talked about with America switching over to socialism and communism.、Um, everyone keeps saying, "Oh, put faith in God." You know, put faith in the Lord. Yeah, you can do all that. But I'm here to tell you, China was a Catholic、um, state prior to the takeover as well, and I'm pretty sure they prayed to their God too. And that's the illusion of the globalists. They 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 get you to think of something in the future. And instead of living in the now, why they function in the now and and rape and pillage in the now, and keep promising promising you this you know future that never comes. If you look at insurance, that's how that operates. If you look at religion, that's how that operates.、Um, if you look at investing, that's how that operates. So they've set up all these little things that are beneficial to them to grow their needs and their institutions, while keeping you down all along the way, but making you think you're a part of it, and you're growing with it. While all the time they're lying to you about how they're really doing stuff and 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 taking advantage of it, and if you don't believe it, just look what happened here recently in the stock market when、um, was it GameStop、uh, started jumping up and they had to the hedge fund guys had to shut that down. Why is that? Because they don't play fair, right?、Um, they don't play by their own rules. They set up the rules to keep you down and out. That's really all the rules are for, and it's kind of like when you played a, a game, and, and you know when you were little kids going out of recess, and you play make believe with the other kids, and he, you know, sit there and go, I'm wearing a blah 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 shield with a super sword that does this, and then when you try to put on that same force field,、uh, you know, stuff and, and shield and, and use that sword, all of a sudden he says, Oh no no no, that sword doesn't work, and you can't do that, right? They change the rules as they go along. They only make it to suit their own needs. Uh, which is why the Constitution suited them great to get out of the European mindset and to escape、um, the eyes and and everyone that was watching them, so that you know they needed a, a means and a place to have their secret society to do what they needed to do to to grow this technology and to elaborate on it. And I'm talking about some great technology stuff you're familiar with. You know, it's not all like super woo. I mean, basic stuff like electricity,、um, sound. Um, stuff we use today, it's it's how they mastered it、um, in this breakaway、uh, cities that they set up prior to releasing it to the mass. They had to get it to a certain level, where、uh, how they knew they could charge for it and and maximize the potential of what they could also use it for. And whether you believe they invented it themselves or reverse engineered it from a, a prior civilization or an alien source, they buy into you to buy in. We're going. But read some more. Read some more of the Antarctic Treaty as soon as we return to paying this next bill. In the beginning,、um, the history we're told about how America was founded and how history transgressed. We'll just keep keep on that subject for this、uh, topic today.、Uh, 
But if you really want to know the real truth, start listening to some of the other episodes. But anyway, I want to get right to the nitty gritty about where we're at right now in today's politics, because it's affecting a lot of people and they don't understand what's going on. So when our founding fathers uh, wanted to, you know, separate off from from Great Britain and England, right, taxation without representation, um, they wanted an open, fair and just government. They wrote the Constitution, they wrote the Bill of Rights, they uh, wrote the Declaration of Independence. <clears throat> All of these things happen. This is what we're told in our history books. This is what we're taught. They have the documents to prove it. Um, they're in full display at, you know, at museums or, you know, in New York and D.C. and what have you. And you can get these as they show in certain movies like National Treasure and other movies. But you know, it always reinforces that belief, right? That that's how America all started. Now you got to remember that was 300 years, right? After uh, Columbus had pretty much discovered America. So you've got 1492 all the way up to basically 1776, which I just round that up to 1800. That's 300 years. So they want to just whitewash that whole history that transgressed there. But anyway, getting back to, to the history we've been taught and, where we're at with today's politics and why the two parties are not just not being a benefit to you and me and the rest of the general public, but they're actually working against us. Our founding fathers, when they laid out these documents, these tools, these instruments, these constructs for our government, uh, made it very clear that it could eventually be hijacked and gamed uh, via a party system. And they warned against that. They, they really did. And you need to go back and look at a lot of their letters, a lot of their speeches, a lot of what they said. Um, pretty much all of them were in agreement on that issue. And that's why when they formed America, there were no parties. So if we're going to go back to day one to when America was formed and it was just for all, um, we need to get rid of, you know, we, we need to go back to that and get rid of the parties as well. And that's why I say it's time to end the duopoly monopoly, because in essence, they've, they've given you, a, you know, one choice, which is the two choices. But really, it comes down to one choice and it's their choice and they control both sides of the opposition. So it's controlled opposition, which is why now you have an extreme light leftist point of view, an extreme rightist point of view. And there's nowhere in the middle that makes sense. And it's also why they flip flop on the issues, because they're not really looking to solve your problem are they they're just looking to keep that front of they have to be opposite of what the other side is no matter what it is and it's gotten to a point where it's just beyond ridiculous and the, the masses the sheeple the people you know us americans of all races color creed um and i don't care how long you've been here or your family's been here or how short you've been here we all have a right to not accept those that are imposing their will over ours and we all have a right to our vote and voter integrity is big with me and, and we'll see how that plays out but in the end we're vote you know what we have is a, a representational democracy and with what the technology we have today maybe it's time to shift that over maybe that's going to be part of the new uh, shift with this new reset they want to bring in and use technology to the advantage of ourselves uh, with eye scans you know like a retinal scan a thumb scan but you could do a whole palm scan for that matter and make it super secure with the retinal scan and a voice scan um, uh, and probably even a swab scan if it was technical enough and uh, right with your uh, gadget, right? Your cell phone. 
And that way your vote is secure to you and no one else. And that'd be linked up to your social security number and everybody gets their vote. And it's done by, you know, region, state, uh, county, city, you know, first, you know what I mean? And then up the scale to, to country and then and then world. And, and we could all vote on world issues like that. And that would take the power strictly away from the United Nations, which they seem to control that now. And no one voted them in the power, right? They put themselves there. And that's what's really going on. Those people, those elite that are running that show are trying to impose their will onto the rest of the countries and forcing them to do things like the climate control agreement and this, that, and the other, while at the same time giving China a pass. And we'll get back to all that in a minute. We're going to go pay this second bill. I'll be right back. 